Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. Welcome. Ah, let's stretch it out. Does it feel good? I think it does. You're flexing pretty good there, too, dude. Thank you. You know, for a thin guy like yourself. Trying to get all ripped up, shredded up, brother. Uh, it is 906 Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer's always yes. It is Thursday. Happy, happy Friday Eve. Let's make the best of it. Your top stories, well, in the sports world, for sure. Nick Saban stepping down as head coach of Alabama. Wow. Only to be maybe one-upped by, I don't know. But I guess it would be the same version, basically, in the NFL. Bill Belichick, parting ways with the Patriots. Been there for like 24 years. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a shakeup. To some. Unexpected for others. They're all going to be okay. That's the thing we talk about that. Yeah. Now, Hunter Biden. Is he going to be okay? I guess the better question is, was he ever okay? <laughs> he is not okay. Even if he's not in jail, he's not okay. Um, so he shows up at this, uh, at this meeting of uh, the House because they were going to, what, find him in contempt of the House because he didn't show up uh, to a subpoena, but he did show up on the Senate side. Basically, he kind of rubbed their face in it, made a statement, yep. and then ran away. Not, I guess maybe some lefties would say, I don't know who would say that was a good maneuver or a smart maneuver. Mm. I think you irritated some people. You certainly got some attention, if that's the idea. Let's all talk about Hunter while Dad fails to respond appropriately to terrorist attacks from, like, the Houthi rebels Mm. raining down stuff on our on our soldiers in the Middle East? Is it to take attention away from the huge border issue that now I think vast majority of Americans know is happening, it is real, and is not good for us? You've got House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. He offered highlights from Hunter Biden's surprise appearance uh, at his contempt of Congress hearing. He told Fox News that a pivotal point in the hearing was when Biden who entered with attorneys Abe Lowell and Kevin Morris. Uh, By the way, I believe this Kevin Morris has something to do with financial stuff with Hunter, and if I have the person correct, they may also be the person who bought his artwork. So that was never even legit. No, 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 Bob. You you must be forgetting. We we were told that he was not going to know who bought his artwork. 
That's what we Well, somehow some things leaked out. Whether it's Mm. been proven or not, I don't know. But, you know, this is what James Comer saying. uh, Oh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, Hunter got up and left the room when the microphone was given to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor (laughs) Greene. Yes. Uh, Despite uh, some Democrats reported claims the appearance was a publicity win for Biden, the play-by-play showed other evidence. He was there for about 15 minutes. Florida Democrat Jared Moskowitz was recognized. He said Hunter Biden is here to answer questions. And then his time expired. Well, he he wasn't invited no. to answer questions on that particular date. He didn't show up, but he was supposed to. This guy behaves like you know, somebody's on drugs. Well, and, and, oh, and how many questions did Hunter actually answer? Well, here's the thing. Okay, the Democrat got to say his piece, and then you know how it works, the dog and pony show. They pass it on to the Republican. I recognized Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she was going to ask Hunter Biden questions because Moskowitz said he was there to answer questions. Right. As soon as he realized Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to ask him a question, (laughs) they got up and ran out of there. They knocked people over on their way out of the door. That's how much of a hurry they were in. Amazing. As Biden and his counsel made their exit, Green remarked, excuse me, Hunter, apparently you're afraid of my words. Mm-hmm. At least his dad, the old man, he would have turned around and had some kind of retort, wouldn't he'd, he have? He'd have mumbled something. He wouldn't have let that lie. No. Comer said that episode showed that Biden was indeed not at all at the hearing to answer any questions. It's another example of his will to show the arrogance and entitlement that he's had his entire life. Look, this is an investigation of Joe Biden. It's about what his family did to receive the millions of dollars from our enemies around the world. And we just have simple questions that we need to ask Hunter Biden in a deposition. Later, another Republican in the hearing, Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina, told Jesse Waters, uh, primetime, that it was not only Green who had been interrupted. Mace recounted interruptions from the Democratic side of the dais uh, as her speaking time preceded mm-hmm. that of Moskowitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw at least some of the video from that. Yeah, she was saying, so. Do, and she kind of made it very personal. She's like, does a woman not have a right to speak here? And he just kept talking over her. Yep. She uh, contrasted Biden's behavior with that of former first son Donald Trump Jr., who sat for hours of depositions before a Democrat-controlled mm-hmm. Congress. Because Donald Trump and every member of his family follows the law in this country, which is what we're about. This is complete hypocrisy. All right. Nice. So, you know, the saga that involves Hunter Biden, I I don't think we've written the final chapter yet. It was a circus. Yeah. It was. You would think, I mean, he would make every attempt to, I don't know, appear, I guess, normal, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned this earlier. I think what he's attempting to do is try to play the victim card. They're just after me. This is a witch hunt. And he's what he's trying to do via that is if he can effectively pretend like he's the victim and the mass media, you know, buys that yeah. baloney. And some of them have. Well, remember some of the things he did, you know, he was, he was addicted to drugs. I mean, you know, you can't you can't hold someone, you know, accountable for that. Really? Well, they might have seen the script before he did. <laughs> yeah. So play the victim card and 
that will also maybe gain him sympathy, mm-hmm. he thinks. And also, it'll say, oh, well, if you don't think that I'm really a victim, then you shouldn't think that Donald Trump's a victim either. Mm. That's what I believe they're attempting to do. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. And it's interesting that he didn't answer a subpoena, and that they were talking about contempt. They should have moved forward quickly on a contempt vote oh, yeah. and grabbed him right then. Yeah. I don't know if that, from a protocol perspective, is possible, but that's what they should have done. Yeah, it turned into a circus, and then so the next thought is, all right, well, what was going on in the rest of the world where they purposefully wanted us to take our attention and focus it on Hunter? I mean, he's a jester. He's oh, yeah. a, he's, a, he's kind of a clown of a character, and... Maybe they found a way to effectively use him. Hmm. Yeah. That's... Use him to draw attention to him while other things are going on. He's the shiny object over here with a distraction. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. But he created some chaos. Yes, he did. But his art, yeah, I'll, I'll find the story on that. Um, but I believe it's this one financial kind of guy who apparently has given him a lot of money. Uh, some people call him the so-called sugar brother. This guy, Kevin oh, Morris. Oh, okay. Now, Abby Lowell, longtime attorney, and you, you might have seen his face enough to kind of recognize him, especially um, if, if, you know, if you see him. But this other guy, Kevin Morris, apparently he's very wealthy. Hmm. You would never know it. He's kind of like Steve Bannon, bum. <laughs> he's kind of yeah. like a, like a, uh-huh. and Bannon, bum. Bum mode. Right. Needs to shave. I got so much money, I don't need to shave. A little scruffy. I don't care if I come off looking like a homeless dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it is 915 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. Friday's right around the corner, my friends. Happy Thursday. Hang in there. We're about 30 minutes away from things that make you smile on 97.3 The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's one thing to be like, I'm not very much a fan of your president. Now, 10 p.m. nights. But to be protesting to kill the Jews, who is you? To be here on our college campuses, GTFO. On 97.3 The Sky. A lot of the talking heads thought that Nikki Haley 
kind of won the debate. But we all know who really won the debate last night. The guy that wasn't there, Donald Trump, as he appeared at a town hall meeting on Fox with Brett Baer and Martha McCallum. And I got to tell you, he knocked it out of the flipping park. It's 920 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Some of your top stories, Nick Saban calls it quits at Alabama. Bill Belichick separates from the New England Patriots. Chris Christie drops out of the... <clears throat> yeah, Chris <laughs> Christie drops out of the race. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and Hunter Biden, of course, crashes a hearing and creates chaos. All right, back to the debates. Actually, back to Donald Trump. His presence. His, his, he has a charisma about him. One of the reasons why he was able to be successful in business. But to transition that or, you know, transform himself into a TV star. He did that because he has, he has a certain charisma about him. Walked on stage, a confidence and a charisma. And he wasn't cocky. Right. And he wasn't over the top. His words were, I think, better measured than usual. Mm-hmm. He was upbeat uh, without any sort of hyperbole. He just struck exactly, I think, the exact right tone at the exact right time. One of the first things he talked about because this was another one of those kind of media slanderous type things. He, he's going to be a dictator from day one, and he, he's going to attack and go after you know Hillary Clinton or whoever the case may be. Well, I think he straightened everybody out on that particular issue. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. And, and remember this, our ultimate retribution is success. There you go. I like that Isn't line. that always? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So then he addressed the border issue that most Americans are extremely concerned about. We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. We're bringing everybody back to where they came from. We have no choice. We have no choice. The mechanism for that might be a bit difficult, could be a bit costly, but the cost of not doing anything, that's got to be pretty high, too. And there's costs that trickle all the way down to, say, kids that are just trying to attend school are told to study from home because we're going to use your your school to house 2,000 migrants. Yeah. Happening right now mm-hmm. in, uh, in Brooklyn. Happening right now. All right. So Trump goes on and uh, he assesses the great job that Joe Biden's doing. I think... The economy is horrible, except the stock market's going up. And I think the stock market's going up because I'm leading Biden in all of the polls. Every poll. Every single poll. You know, and and, uh, I'm going to speak in very big generalizations. But, you know, the people in business, big business, the people that, you know, evaluate Mm -hmm. what something's worth, all these things, the market, they do look at what the future may hold. They are kind of predicting what the crosswinds are going to be. And, and so for him to assess that, 
market reaction to him doing well in the polls, actually, when you really start to think about it, it, it does make a lot of sense, and it's not just an arrogant, it's all about me type thing. There actually, I think, is something to it. Then he talks about Governor Ron DeSantis. When you look at Ron's numbers, he's practically out of the race. In fact, a lot of people say he's leaving the race after Iowa because he's doing so poorly. He's also doing very poorly, as you know, in New Hampshire. I mean, really poorly. Yeah, and then the idea of Christie came up. So kill two birds with one stone. You can attack Nikki using Chris Christie. Watch this. He had a hot mic where he was talking to somebody about uh, the weather, and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the in the election, and I mean, I know her very well, and I happen to believe that Chris Christie's right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, That's so awesome. he's actually right. So That's see good. how he took he took down Christie and uh, and Haley with one fell swoop. It was like a leg sweep. I, I think it was very well done. That was good. And but here's what Bill O'Reilly. Remember Bill O'Reilly? Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's still, yeah. uh, he's still they keep him busy. I guess he's a, a Republican consultant among other things. And here here was his take. Okay, about. Haley versus DeSantis last night. He said that Haley had a great night. And as she's continuing her run of consistently crisp debate performances, she was sharp, informed, and compelling throughout the night. Her use of DeSantisLies.com was a smart rhetorical tactic by her campaign. Few will actually go to the website, but viewers heard that message over and over again. She drove it home. As for DeSantis, O'Reilly said the Sunshine State leader hit his marks, but he lacks the confidence that Haley exudes. This debate won't hurt DeSantis, but it did nothing to put momentum on his side. From that perspective, I have to agree. And what did I warn you of before this debate took place? That in substance... DeSantis should be able to run circles around Haley. However, she is superior when it comes to oration, her ability to express herself concisely. Uh, I think that everything she says is well thought out and in many cases probably well rehearsed. Not that DeSantis aren't, but she can come off making it sound very genuine and very natural. So, you know, Bill O'Reilly scoring her, you know, higher... Mm -hmm. I guess it just depends. Were you looking to measure a performance or were you looking to measure, you know, content, substance, things that matter? And does her track record back up uh, what she's pushing, promoting, and what she says she is for now? I feel like DeSantis has been more true to his put America first type thing. Yeah, I get it if he's being honest. These were all concepts that were that were pushed and packaged by Donald Trump. But that's that, that's not bad. That's good. I don't think Nikki Haley uh, subscribes to a lot of those same things. Although she may act like she does and she is a good actress a very good one she might even be the Meryl Streep of politics you heard it here first folks give me credit I say 928
Right now on the Bob Rose Show, Greg Cassidy is here, about 15 minutes away from things that make you smile. That's where you call in with upbeat, positive thoughts, count your blessings kind of a thing. Stand by for that. More News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. Secretary Austin's hospitalization was prostate cancer. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden. What a coward. As it happens. Stay the course. The state of our state is strong. The news station. A short-term spending bill. To prevent a government shutdown. It's a sellout. Boeing aircrafts are going to be grounded. An impeachment for Mayorkas. More news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once. On News Talk 97.3. The Sky. New on the Sky. Glenn Beck. Right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's talk leader. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now. On News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Are the Holly Weirdos, some of them light bulbs uh, are going on? Really? Well, it's possible. Hmm. This could be a ray of hope. 936 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Thursday. Weekend's right around the corner. More than 260 Hollywood stars and industry figures are condemning the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences uh, related to its DEI standards for the Oscars. If you're not familiar with the standards, if you want to be nominated to win Best Picture, You must prove that you have met the Academy's complex list of requirements that cover race, gender, and sexuality. Now, you think, oh, the lefty Hollywood uh, weirdos? Of course they would support DEI. Here's the problem. They put it together in such a way that it actually excludes Jewish folks from its DEI standards for the Oscars. David Schwimmer, Deborah Messing, and other stars and celebrities, you know, signed this open letter demanding the Academy include Jews, saying, and this is this is important, an inclusion effort that excludes Jews. Remember, it's inclusion, right? That excludes Jews is steeped in anti-Semitism and misunderstands it. Well, there you go. You just cracked the code if you didn't realize it. Hmm. Yes, those things that are forced inclusion are also going to be part of exclusion by its very nature. That's why it is so important to recognize Martin Luther King Jr. and his dream. Let's judge each other by the content of our character, not by the color of our skin. Or if you want to add to it, or... What sex the person is that we sleep with. Mm-hmm. And so this is a this is a an interesting example. Is this a quandary for for Hollywood and for left to center folks? Because remember, you know, there's a t- kind of a changing opinion in America. Uh, the younger folks, they are um, not as pro Israel and pro Jewish as. A lot of us grew up mm-hmm. with that kind of thing. It doesn't seem to be, um, well, not only is it not as strong as it used to be, I would say anti-Semitism is, well, at the highest levels I that I personally 
can recall. Watch the college campuses. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jewish people being excluded from the Motion Pictures Academy representation and inclusion standards is discriminating against a protected class by invalidating their historic and genetic identity. According to that letter that many stars signed, this must be addressed immediately by including Jews in these standards. Hmm. I know this is going to sound crazy, but can a meritocracy exist in Hollywood? Could you possibly get a role for a movie because it is believed that you will do an incredibly good job playing that particular role? Or should it go back to, well, normally this role might call for, a, you know, an older white woman, but we're going to make it a, let's say a black person and... And they're going to be trans, and maybe with a handicap or something. Mm-hmm. Let's throw that in there oh, just as a for bonus. Good, for good measure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And in other words, let's start with the premise of the idea that first we must check off all of these boxes, and heck, if it actually turns out to be a good movie with strong performances, wow, that's icing on the cake. Well, let's see if they've actually tried that, even maybe not to that great extent, but let's... Let's see if they've tried that before. Um, Ghostbusters. What was the original movie? Were they uh, three? Oh, they were three guys. Yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill Murray, guys. Dan Aykroyd. So, so then what did we have yeah. to do? We had to come out with one that had women. Uh-huh. Uh, for some reason, we had to change change their sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite uh, British shows on BBC, Doctor Who. Uh, had been a man for every character prior until a few years ago. And then, oh, now Doctor Who is a woman. It's like they've tried this, and it's dismal every time they do it. You know, it's interesting once you dig into this. It says there are very few films about Jews aside from ones about the Holocaust. Moreover, when Jewish characters are featured, they are often played by non-Jews, a rare practice for other marginalized groups. But wouldn't you say, by and large, it's many Jewish actors that portray characters that are non-Jewish? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Go ahead. I, I, I think they are they talking about the one where um, uh, the big star Cooper Bradley Cooper yeah where he they they make his nose bigger or something for the role but they, again it's acting they've done that kind of thing forever to make someone look more Italian or more Irish with the color of their hair or whatever it's always been done that way because it's acting only the last few years have they said oh. That's a black role. You have to have, or that's not a good example, but a, they, a certain a role, for instance, one, that's a gay character, so you have to hire a gay person to do it. They've kind of gotten ridiculous in that they forget it's acting. Well, let's take it a step further. Yeah. I don't think that you should be able to make a prison movie uh-huh. that has, what, like Tim Robbins in it? What was that? What was Shawshank? Who was in Shawshank, that? Yeah. You can't make a prison movie unless you actually use all prisoners hey if you're going down that road right you've got tapes if that's what you want and you want to be very hard nosed about it that's where you end up otherwise you're marginalizing them as a group absolutely (laughs) you're punishing them doubly for the crimes they've committed i mean that's it is ridiculous people with too much time on their hands it's also interesting from the perspective of did you grow up thinking that the jewish folks had a pretty big hand in 
all of Hollywood, the success of Hollywood, oh, we grew the up making thinking of, they owned it pretty much. That's, I, that was the impression we got. I think that's not an unfair assessment, at least for a certain period of time. Well, didn't didn't one of the things that got Nixon in trouble was making reference to the Jews that basically ran the industry, right? So it was, if not a presumption, if it wasn't real, it was sure a presumption. And you know, to add on to that kind of ironic and interesting twist, is that you know Germany. Uh, was really wanting to get into the business of competing directly with Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But then when they began <laughs> blaming the Jews for everything, mistreating them, putting them in their own ghettos, right. and then the more sinister things that, that took place later, concentration camps and the mass murdering, so any Jews that were capable of doing it ran away. They escaped. Yes. And so they left uh, Germany. Without the kind of creative force that they had represented previous, mm-hmm. and that was taken advantage of, if you will, by by Hollywood, and those folks did very, very well for themselves, and, you know, the whole idea of German, you know, uh, movies right. competing with Hollywood mm-hmm. never did come to fruition, so... That's interesting, though, but you'd think with their long, rich history of Jewish folks in Hollywood that you wouldn't have to actually, you know, make sure that there's inclusion efforts. But if you're excluding them in your inclusion efforts, then... That seems to be what they're mad about. Not that DEI exists, but that they weren't part of it. Let's judge each other by the content of our character, not by the color of our skin. Hmm. So Are they teaching there. that concept in school? They're, they're not if they're doing that. What was it, critical race theory? Mm-hmm. That's the exact antithesis of everything MLK Jr. stood for. And and all this DEI and all that is as well. Yeah, absolutely. How come people haven't you know woken up to that? How come the, they don't realize you know, what, what, is, what is taking place? Mm-hmm. You want... Laws and rules that protect the individual. Not protecting groups, protect the individual. All individuals. There. It's covered. But here we are. Yep. All right. Um, We covered a lot of the headlines, but in case you didn't uh, catch them, some of the top stories. Chris Christie's dropped out of the GOP race. He was a non-factor anyway, other than his big mouth. Uh, Nick Saban has retired from Alabama. That was huge. And then Bill Belichick said, hold my beer. And now he and (laughs) the Patriots have parted ways after him coaching there for 24 years. These are people with incredible levels of success uh, in their particular uh, sports. And also Pete Carroll. Um is stepping down from the Seahawks, but they're giving him a chance to have some sort of consultant role. I don't know if that's to kind mm. of save face or whatever. Does that... Okay, but let's say you've got a position, and then they're... Okay, we're going to move you from that position, but we're going to still put you over here so you got a gig. I, I realize maybe the money would help that decision, depending on your situation, but your ego is not going to feel all too taken care of. Well, how do you handle that? Well, you know? and and if you look at things contractually, I guess in many of these cases, uh, you know, the, the people will walk away with maybe a substantial amount of money. True. And instead, 
they should stay on and take some torturous role, backseat driver. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people could effectively do that or want that's to the, do that. That's the key, the want to. Do you want to be in that secondary position? Everybody looking at you going, yep, yeah, you used to be the guy, and now you're that guy. Well, I mean, you know, if you look at it clearly from, okay, I'm taking on a completely different role, but whatever role I take on, I'm still going to be a competitor, a winner, mm-hmm. and I'm going to run my particular people and in what I'm in charge of in that way. So it kind of comes down to self-evaluation and your own good attitude. And what other options are available to you and what you want to do. I mean, Pete Pete Carroll, even though he still looks like he's, you know, 27, (laughs) is actually 117. Wow, he's held up really well. He certainly has. He's, yeah, he's drinking that... uh, Joe Biden what? No. Oh, no. Not drinking the Joe. No, he's not. Hope not. 947 on the Bob Rose Show. Coming up next, it's your turn. Things that make you smile, upbeat, positive thoughts that you share with us, count your blessings kind of a thing. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825. Mark Levin. The Democrat Party has been the breeding ground of anti-American hate for a long, long time. Six weeknights. Turning one group of Americans against another group of Americans. On 97.3, the sky. Another beautiful day, another day in paradise, my friends. Attitude. The attitude of gratitude is very strong. 9.53 right now. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It's time for uh, things that make you smile. Upbeat, positive thoughts you share with us. Brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. Call now, 877-975-9825. Nostradamus, what's making you smile? Hey, Bob, I'll tell you what's making me smile. Yesterday I had a beautiful salad from my garden. I grow my... Uh, vegetables like lettuce and, and peppers and stuff like that in containers so I can move them around, keep them safe from the cold weather and everything. And I had a nice salad, roast chicken uh, with some black-seeded Simpson lettuce, some poblano peppers from my garden, fresh. Nothing like having a fresh salad in the middle of winter right out of your garden. Don't have to worry about listeria or salmonella or pesticides, and I know who's touched it. And that's making me smile. That is... Uh... That's good stuff. Good point. And um, we we all should take a better interest oh, or yeah. a bigger interest in, in gardening, those of us that, that have. But I, I made a little foray into it a few years back, mm-hmm. and um, I just felt like, you know, Mother Nature was just kicking my butt. <laughs> and, it wasn't working out for you. And I'm thinking, you know, yeah, I'm trying to grow my own, uh, you know, fresh food, which sure. will be healthier. Uh, but then I end up putting on, you know, this stuff called Seven, you know? Seven is a pesticide. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, first I used seven, then I ate. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. I don't get okay. anything for that? No. no. First I used no, seven, no. then I ate. If you got to beg for it, you know, it's just not the same. So. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's a tough crowd, I tell you. Hey, big shout out to everybody uh, hanging out last night with the uh, Gainesville City Lifestyle Magazine folks. And, what kind uh, of lifestyle is that, Craig? It's uh, a very nice one, actually. Alternative? L- uh, not that Mainstream? Really. Well, not pretty much, Upscale? Yeah. A lot of business folks from around uh, the Gainesville area hanging out last night and uh, had a great time. Some Sky fans there, of course. They uh, asked about me? Oh, every one of them. That's all I wanted to hear. I know. You made me smile, Greg. Oh, good. See what you did there? I, I tried. So you had a good time, though? Absolutely. I heard they're nice people they that, are. that run the show. All right. Coming up, The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense. 
and shoot GTR. Ah, resolutions. Could lose a few pounds. Maybe save some money. And be less stressed. Resolutions. What? What? What are you doing? We make them. Idiot. But some of us <laughs> don't keep them. Check back in for details at the top of the hour. Breaking news at once. I'm at the sky, the we'll be sure to keep our promise to present news that matters to you. Learn how to drive. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Throw that stress one out the window. Time now for the smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. A British man found himself uh, afoul of the law. Yes. He put something on eBay. 26-year-old Drew Marshall claimed that he was the owner of a walking stick used by the late Queen Elizabeth. And that he was a senior footman at Windsor Castle. And claimed that the monarch used this as she struggled with her mobility. The auction reached $686 before Marshall canceled the listing because they learned that police launched an investigation. Yep. (laughs) And he got busted and was sentenced to one-year probation and ordered to pay nearly $800 in restitution. Good thing he wasn't in Singapore. He would have been caned. Get it? That's your smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. See ya. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.